Yes, I said it, the Kinky Care Culture Hair Podcast. I hope everyone's having a wonderful, wonderful week. And if not, remember this. I don't care. You don't listen to anything else off this podcast, which I hope you are getting all this information because it's good information for your hair and knowledge, okay? Knowledge is, is power, okay? But besides that, as long as God gives you the opportunity to wake up every day, you have another day to fulfill your purpose. I know a lot of people's going through a lot of trials and tribulations right now, but remember... Have your faith in God, believe, put in the work, and everything's going to come together. Everything. So do not give up. Do not give up up on hope, okay? Have that faith like a mustard seed, as small as a mustard seed. Have that faith. You're going to be okay. I know some people experiencing death, some people heartbreaks, depression, a lot of stuff going on in people's lives. But remember, as long as day, long as God gives you the opportunity to wake up, you have another day to continue your purpose, to make change everything around. I know you can't change stuff around when people die and stuff. Lord knows, everybody knows I lost my mother, but it's another day to like remember her memories, keep going and, you know, make the best of what I can while I'm here on this earth. On that note, we have a new, new episode today. We have Miss Alicia Monique. She's a hairstylist. She's a makeup artist. And let me back up, okay? She's a celebrity hairstylist. Correction. Let me get this right, okay? Celebrity hairstylist, makeup artist. She's an educator, okay? She helps people revamp their hair salon. She shows you how to bring in more customers, how to properly take care of the customers. I mean, she has so much information for you, okay? She has a, she's an author because she wrote her own book. It's so much stuff. Listening to this podcast, tell us what you think about it at the end of this episode. Leave your comments and listen in. I don't want to take everything because if I take anything, you won't want to listen. So, listen in. Hi, hello. How you doing today? I am awesome. And yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Please introduce yourself to everyone. I am Alicia Monique, celebrity stylist, salon coach, and a product development consultant, to say the least. Of course, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell us more. It's about you. Tell us more. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, okay, so... If you insist, I am also a published author of two books, 
I was a salon owner in the past for eight years. That is a six-figure salon owner. I currently teach at multiple trade shows, um, teaching different um, stylists and salon owners how to grow their business. Um, I've been in trade magazines. I've been published in hair magazines. I've taught at hair shows. I've worked for major uh, hair companies, teaching other salons about um, how to color and how to make more money in their salons. I've been a beauty school educator. Um, the list goes on and on. But currently, I am partnering with salon owners and stylists to help you build a team, increase your retail sales, um, build that clientele, develop a hair product line so that you can become a scalable and profitable beauty business. And I do all of this through my Salon Business Blueprint Club, which is my membership platform that Mm -hmm. I have two tiers to. Um, One tier is just, you know, you can go in, there's a library of courses, masterclasses, all kinds of great stuff for you to learn how to build your salon business. And then my second tier is where I um, work more one-on-one with you. So we lay out your strategy plan and we work together for a year. Um, And at the end of the year, you will have a successful foundation for your salon to grow. You'll be fully Mm -hmm. staffed and you'll know how to run every entity of your business. During this time, also your accountability partner, like get it done. Let's get to success. Like sometimes that's what we need. We need that person to be like, hey, did you do this? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You know, like let's get it done especially someone on the outside. So I'm the person on the outside. I'm not there every day with you, but I know what business is supposed to look like. And through our initial 90 minute session, I know what your goals are. So I am pushing you towards reaching these goals in our time that we work together. Okay. What made you decide to do this whole hair care educator business? Well, you know what? Actually, I really didn't decide to do it. I was always getting asked questions. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you do this? You know, like sometimes when someone asks you so many questions after a while, you're like, I should just turn this into a business. Yeah. That's pretty much how it is. So um, having my salon, I work with several different stylists and I always made sure that my stylist knew how I ran the business. Like I didn't keep anything a secret, like, the bills, of course, is not a secret. I will leave them on the desk of the salon so that they can see them. Like, let me show you mm-hmm. how much water you use. Turn the water yeah. off. You know, turn the light yeah. off. You're done. For the <laughs> day. Like, you know, don't leave that bathroom. Like, like, literally, that was me. And then just, you know, as I continue to go on on my journey as a hairstylist, I always had other hairstylists ask me, how did I get to do certain things? Uh How did you get to do this? And how did you get to do that? And I don't have a problem with sharing until I realized, like, wait a minute. I know a lot. A lot, a lot. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How long have you been a hairstylist? I have been a licensed stylist for 20 years now. Long time. I'm telling my age a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Because whatever age that you are, you do not look it. You look really, really young. Thank you, thank you. You look like you're about in your 30s, am I right? That would be great, but I'm not. That's what you look like. You look like you're in 30s, so look. You're taking very, very good care of yourself. Thank you so much. (laughs) But tell us about the experience of a hairstylist. 
the hairstylist experience you know what most stylists think that it's just about doing hair Mm-hmm. But for me, it's not just hair. Like, it's so much more that you can do in this industry besides just styling hair. Like, just standing behind a chair and just doing your client. Yes, that's mm-hmm. a big part of it, but it's so much more to do. And I guess that's why I've done so much because I've always wondered, like, what else is it to do besides just doing my clients? Like, what else can I do? And then I'll come back to my clients because they'll always be there, but. If it's a, if a weekend come up, like what can I go and do on a weekend and still allow the creative juices to flow and then come back to my clients during the week? Do you have like one-on-one interactions with your clients? What I mean by that, like if they have personal questions that they feel like they afraid to ask out loud, do you give them like one-on-one, you know, talk to them and make them feel a certain way and help them with their goals or it's just like, you just deal with just the actual people in the salon well, and show them how to do that. Well, when it comes to, when it comes to my actual personal clients and me doing hair, mm-hmm. it's sort of like, it's like you become a psychiatrist, sort of speak, and a psychologist uh-huh. all at the same time, because you're having this conversation with someone who um just knows maybe a little bit about their own hair care and how to care for their own hair but want mm-hmm. to know more which is why they sit in your chair so yes exactly right so my clients i'm always educating them about their hair and what they mm-hmm. can do and new um tips that i find out or new products that i've tried so i literally had a client tell me one time that every time she sit in my chair she learns something new and I was like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't get it. And she was like, yeah, every time I come in here, I learn something new. Like, I've been coming to you for quite some time. And every time I learn something new. And that just made me realize that, wow. You're doing your job. Right. <laughs> like, this is, I always share stuff. And, like, I feel the hair. And I'm like, okay, like, why are you in a chair? And I'm like, um, in a chair, I'm feeling your hair, asking you what we're going to do today. And she'll say certain things. I'm like, but what did you put on it? She's like, oh, I tried this. I tried this. I'm like, well don't try that try it like this or try it like this or let's get you shampooed and then when we shampoo it it'll feel a different way and I'm like well what is on it and we'll keep talking and it's basically it all happens through a conversation each and every time and but that last time she really made me realize like wow I do do that and with my coaching clients that I work with my um salon owners that I work with it's the same way like we have initial 90 minute strategy session and I find out their top three goals for at least the next six months. And we work on breaking down those goals and what we can do to achieve those goals, creating like many tasks in order to get there. And when they get stuck, I'm like, okay, no, like, don't do it like this. Try it like this. Like what made you try it like this? What was the, you know, the results that you was expecting to get? And they're like, well, I thought I was going to get this. I'm like, okay, well try it like this and you'll get this. And they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And we're literally like, they're learning as they're building and growing. So it's like a build, grow, learn type situation. Same thing with your clients. You want to grow healthy hair, but you have to learn how to maintain it in between. So it's like, okay, grow healthy hair. This is how you do it. Come back and see me. And it just continues over and over again. Okay. Well, I have this question I would like to ask you. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are so many people that have problems with 
breakage, thinning, and or they a lot of hairstylists that don't know how to quite answer how to help others with this issue. What do you recommend? Well, first of all, yes, you are absolutely correct. There's a lot of, you know, hair breakage and issues going on. And this is a really great question. So my recommendation is like, there are trichology classes now that mm-hmm. a little that are a little bit more in depth than what we're used to as stylists. And mm-hmm. that will help you get into the get more knowledge of hair loss and how you can help your clients, your people, you know, grow their hair back or even just tell them about the problem that they have. Cuz sometimes when you sit in someone's chair, you just want like just tell me what it is. Like yeah. You don't really have to tell me the answer, but tell me what it is. Because at least if I know what it is, I can go and research the answers. Yeah. And then I can come back to you and be like, I found out this. What do you think of this? I have researched this. I know this. But sometimes we're just not knowledgeable on what mm-hmm. the problem is. And I think if as stylists, if you just go out and get a little bit more knowledge on at least what it is, like you don't have to have the answer, but at least if you know what it is, like a lot of my clients... um, I literally just recently picked up a client and her hair was thinning mm-hmm. and it was thinning in a way that I didn't have the answer. So I told her to find okay. a hair loss center or find a trichologist that she can go to and not a dermatologist because a dermatologist specializes in the skin, but she needed someone who specializes just in the scalp. So it's almost like when you go into a, you know, a doctor who is a general doctor who specializes in everything. Mm-hmm. When you have a problem with your toe. I, I don't even know why mm-hmm. I just thought of that, but it's good. The, it's good the though, pro- go right. The problem you have with your toe, the general doctor may not have the answer. So he got to send you to someone who specializes in that. But at yes. least he knows he could give you a general answer on what the problem is. So I told her, you know, that it looks like it was chemical burn from different, you know, relaxers maybe. Um, And it looks like it's some form of alopecia. Mm -hmm. Now it's up to her. At least that's what my diagnosis is based on the knowledge that I've gained. Now the answer to fixing it, I don't have that. So now she can at least do some research, find the next level and get the answer. So as stylists, I think if we just get a little bit more education on Mm -hmm. what it could be when we see it we can tell our clients this is what I think it is but now I recommend you do this exactly exactly I'm glad you said that because a lot of stylists be afraid to turn the customer away if they not quite sure right they're like hold on to them and and sometimes people think no they're just money hungry no it's actually because they're afraid to tell you they don't know how and that's gonna mess with their business right right plan. so i'm glad that you brought that to everybody's attention to explain to them this is how you operate so tell us about your book please well i have two books one book is okay. the Six Step Systems to Creating a Six-Figure Salon. I wrote this book once I closed my salon down because Uh the stylists I work with were always asking me questions. Now, these were questions of, 
things like I'm I'm like you guys know this like you saw me do it and they're like no but mm-hmm. we're not sure and I'm like but you know how to do this like I taught you how to do it when you were with me you did it when you were with me and now since we've all moved on you're like oh my god so I was like let me ask you this question real quick and I mean to cut you off why did you close your salon down because I wanted to do something else there's so many more things to do in the industry so when I opened it my goal was to become a six-figure salon Mm -hmm. it took me six years to figure out how to do that and at year seven I was about 10,000 shy and I said Mm -hmm. let me do it again and when I did it again I was like all right I did it you know okay what else can I do and that's how I became a celebrity stylist so it's like it's almost like my career has been a whole bucket list I guess like I set out to do certain things and when I accomplished that I'm like okay what else what's next what else can I do what else can I achieve what else can I accomplish so when I closed the salon I literally took everything I knew from operating a six-figure salon and I put it in a book so my entire brain is in a book and mind you it was not easy it was it was very hard there was times where I was the only one working in the salon by myself I had salon suite so I had three empty rooms I was in one I was in I had four rooms I was in one the other three were empty and I had to figure out how Mm -hmm. to fill those rooms Mm -hmm. but I had to fill I had to fill them uh, with structure I didn't just want anybody you know, like I wanted to, to to teach also the stylists that came in. This is how businesses ran. So I didn't just uh-huh. want to fill it with anybody. Okay. So I had to learn how to hire. I had to learn how to, you know, manage a team. Like all that I had to learn how, which is why it took me, you know, quite some time to hit my goal. My number one goal when I opened the salon was to teach stylists how to open their salons and hit six figures. And this is in the book. This is in the book. Okay, okay. Keep going. This is interesting. (laughs) I like this. Go ahead. This is in the book. So I basically just put my brain in the book. And then my second Mm -hmm. book, Salon Forms, is every form that I use to operate my salon. So Mm -hmm. typically you're looking for uh, booth rental contracts. You're looking for... Um, contracts for your receptionist maybe your assistant those are Mm -hmm. in the book also I put applications in there so when people are coming into your salon they want to know if there's space available everyone should fill out an application you you fill out an application if you're going to go and apply for a job at Target or McDonald's you should fill out for one for the salon as well so I've included that also I've included interview questions I've included um, vacation forms, probation forms, model release forms, videographer release form, tax forms, um, wedding contracts, consultation forms, wig unit consultations. Everything I did in my salon that required a piece of paper, I stuck it in the book. Wow, you're not playing. If you have a salon <laughs> business, I recommend everybody grab the book. Like it's done for you work, and you just have yes. to, you know, you I I laid it out in a manner where you can put your salon logo at the top you can claim the form as your own put your salon logo you sign it and you follow it away interesting interesting and how long did it take you to write these books 
the first book took hmm um i want to say the first book took about a year the second book didn't take a long time because it's the forms i already had from running my salon it was just when i was going through the paperwork and stuff like that i always kept the blank forms you know because if somebody Mm -hmm. come in and they were looking for a position i had application on hand and then from Mm -hmm. there like i always had like all my next steps when i was running the salon so when i closed the salon you know i destroyed shredded and things like that like some of that paperwork I had, but I always kept, you know, blank copies because I'm like, I never know. Like, let me keep extras. Let me keep the blanks. And in keeping that, it was a whole book I kept. So it was just a matter of formatted in formatting for a book. How? Let's say if someone wanted to. Let me start all over. You see a person come in, a stylist come in. And they want to work for your brand. How do you know they're the right candidate for your brand? Well, if they initially walk in, you don't. That's the the idea of having structure inside of the business. So mm-hmm. when you walk in, the first step is to fill out an application. So you can, one, see who you're talking to. Um, mm-hmm. Then you look up the license. There's a space in there that asks for their license number. You can go literally okay. to whatever state you're in and type in anyone's license and see whether it's active or not. Um, okay. There's other questions on there like references and um, you can basically, the application allows you to check out who you physically just saw. And sometimes you don't even see that person as the owner. Mm-hmm. You could have not been there that day and your entire staff is there. And when that person walks in, they hand them an application and you find out later on, you know, this person came in, here's their application, and you never saw them. Only your staff saw them. But now you have this paper where you can go and you can research the person. Like, it's like your resume. When you go and apply for any job, they want to know your resume. They want to see your qualifications. And nowadays, people looking up your social media to see who you are, to get a feel for who you are before you have that n- initial interview. And the second yes. process of hiring someone in your salon is the interview process. So we don't fill out applications and hire on the same day. We fill out applications and on the second day we have an interview and then on the third day we make a decision on whether this person is a good fit or not. And then even so during the interview process we're not asking questions that's on the application. Like that's readable. You have to ask questions Looking to expand your brand nationwide? Well, look no further. For just a dollar a day, we can run your ad in our episode. If you want us to personally customize your ad, we can do it for a dollar eighteen a day. So for 30 days, you can reach millions and millions of potential clients. So don't wait. Start today. So head over to kinkycareculture.com podcast.com slash product slash advertising and start growing your business today don't wait grow it today questions to get to know who this person is 
And there's even a page inside of the book of interview questions. Questions that you mm-hmm. should, you know, ask. I'll give you one example is asking someone how do they keep up with the latest trends and styles? That's not written on the application. That's more of a conversational piece. I was just, and you know something crazy about that? I was just about to ask you that question too. Right, right. <laughs> how do you keep up with that? Because <laughs> the world is changing nonstop. Exactly. And it's like, some people want the new style. Some people want to stay old school. How do you balance all that out? Well, it's to satisfy the customer. It's all about going to, like, there's a lot of... Uh, trade shows there's virtual trade shows right now there's a lot of uh educators that are that go to the trade shows that you can reach out to that have different techniques that they sit around Mm -hmm. and come up with and they teach so you really have to see what's out you can even reach out to if you're looking in hair magazines and you're like oh my god look at that look at that who look at that style there who did that style then you basically can reach out find that person through social media maybe they have a class maybe they have some photos to show you how to you know do the work that they have maybe they have a youtube channel like these are this is how i keep up with trends i look around and i see what's going on and when i see something i'm like okay who did that who is this person exactly where's this person at do they have an instagram do they have a facebook do they have a youtube and I just start looking around and then I'm like, okay, let me grab a mannequin and I'll practice on a mannequin or I may have a client or two that, that, that I'm like, you know, come on, I got a new style. Let's try this. And they're like, all right. And you try it out on them and, and you see what happens. With coloring, what do you recommend with new stylists when it comes to coloring process? You know how you have a client that comes in and say they want the most ridiculous impossible color in the world and you just some people you know have that look like oh I don't know <laughs> but then you have some stylists like okay that's what you want girl I'm gonna give it to you right it comes out pretty but you know what to do in that situation right I mean that's a great question in all honesty if you show me a photo and your hair can't do that today I just tell you no we can't get there today but here's what we can get because okay. I it happens to me all the time. All the time. <laughs> like and I'm like, girl, no. Google this. Like, you know, people go to Pinterest and they search photos and stuff like that. And I'm like, you want Pinterest? Uh-huh. They like, yep, that's where I got these from. Okay, put this in. See this right uh-huh. here? This is what your hair could get to today. Okay, go back to those photos you had. See those photos? Your hair, <laughs> the photo you just put up in that picture. That's like the levels. These are the steps we can go to. And as a matter of fact, because your hair feels like this, Google this. Like I literally will have to search exactly. things in your phone. So you could see what <laughs> I'm physically talking about. And then you could say, okay, well, let's start going to the photo I want. Like you got to mm-hmm. start because you can't just pop up and end up looking like the photo. But you got to start yes. the journey to get to that photo. And then I leave it up to you. Like, you want to start the journey? It's going to take about, you know, X, Y, Z in order to get there. But we could start today. You ain't going to get to the photo today. But we could start getting you there. Is is that okay? (laughs) Exactly. So let's talk about how you rebrand, how you help these salons. Let's talk about that. 
Well, basically what I do is I've been known to just read everything. Like, no, don't do that. I don't know. It's just something about when I start working with salons, I usually, I ask for, first of all, I ask how you're operating. If you're operating mm-hmm. on commission or you're operating on booth rental, um, I ask you for all your numbers. Like, what was your... Let's start right mm-hmm. there. Let's start right mm-hmm. there. Tell us the difference. Which one is better? There is no better. That's just it. There, there is no really? there is no better. Everyone, you know what? Why you say that? That's a wonderful question because I've got asked that by lots of salon owners. And they're like, I don't know which one mm-hmm. is better. There is no better. It's, a, it's more so... You need to know how each operate and then decide what mm-hmm. you want to do. Because when you know how both sides operate, then you can make a clear decision on what you want to do. It's no better or worse. It's all on if you're operating as a booth rental, you have mm-hmm. less micromanaging. Mm-hmm. If you're operating as a commission, then you have a form of management. And some people probably don't want management. And Mm -hmm. some people probably like, I don't mind the management. I want to build a team and I want to build it like this. Okay, well, this is the best method for you. So I never say which one a salon should choose. Um, Inside of the Salon Business Blueprint Club, I have both courses. So I have a course for booth renter and I have a course for commission. And I actually tell you before we start working together to go and take the course because I really Mm -hmm. explain it in detail, which would take a lot of time if we're on the phone together. So I have you go and take the course. And then when Mm -hmm. we're laying out your initial strategy, you tell me which one you want to do. And then I give you the next steps on how to make it happen. That way you can understand it. So when you present it to me, because sometimes you'll say, okay, I want to run it as a booth rental salon and I want to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, no, that don't make sense. You got to do it like ABC. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. I got it. But that detailed training, that's why I have inside of the Salon Business Blueprint Club because that's where you're going to get the detailed training at. So when I throw you a different direction, you know why and it makes sense. Okay. But for the most part, okay. you know, I help you with the structure of it so once you decide I help you lay all of that groundwork because once you lay the groundwork for whichever one you decide then you don't have to micromanage people you don't have to worry about you know how things are going to operate like you automatically know all of this stuff it's mm-hmm. like when you go to the bank you know when you go in the bank you either want to talk to the lady at the desk you're going to go to the counter you know you're going to go sign in or you're going to get in the line and you're going to go to the teller. Like, they already mm-hmm. predetermine what you need to do when you walk in the bank. So yeah. as a salon owner, if you know you're going to operate as a booth rental or commission and you lay down your interview process, you have a contract laid out, you know how what you know what to expect from the stylist and the stylist know what to expect from you. When they walk into the mm-hmm. salon, everybody just fall into place. And that's me. That's what I help you do. So once it's all laid out, your structure, whether you're going to be booth rental or commission, I help you with your back bar also. 
far as the products you use, understanding the use of your products. Mm-hmm. I help you with your pricing structure. Make sure you're you're pricing your services accordingly so that you can actually profit. I help you with retail, mm-hmm. knowing um, getting a retail line started so that you can be able to um, increase money through retail sales by giving your clients the product they need to take home, as opposed to telling them to go to the beauty supply store. Which, as a stylist, I don't guarantee anything you buy from the beauty supply store. I don't know how long it's been on the shelf. I don't even know what warehouse it came from. But if it's in my salon and on my shelf, I know where it came Mm -hmm. from because I know where I ordered it from. So I can guarantee that product, but I can't guarantee something from the beauty supply store down the street. So I help you set up your retail. And then if you are thinking about developing a hair product line, I help you with your hair product line as well. But there's a lot of Mm -hmm. other little entities that I help you with in that back end structure that we kind of overlook when we open a salon because we're excited and we just want to go and then you look back like 10 years later and you're still going and you're not making any money and now you want to close because it's a struggle right you're right about that and that's something that a lot of people don't think about they just they do just jump right on it right and they don't save money they don't none of the stuff that you mentioned Cause I have been a lot in a lot of beauty supply places, and they be like, "Pick this, especially with coloring. Go to the beauty supply store, pick this one out, and this." And I be like, "You don't have it inside your store." Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll just go do it. <laughs> exactly. So, great point. So, Fish tells me more about your book without telling us everything, because you know we want people to purchase the book. Right. Well, if you want to purchase <laughs> the book, you can go to aliciamonique.com and you can always purchase your paperback copy. It will come um autographed um or you can go to aliciamonique.com also and get your digital copy you can get the digital copy of the Mm -hmm. salon forms book most people opt in for the digital copy because you can print out the forms whenever you need them um as you need them because it comes in a pdf format Mm -hmm. so you just you know pick and pull out the pages that you need and um you can adjust them the way you need to adjust it and then you sign it you file it away I always recommend whenever you adjust the PDF format for inside of the salon forms book, when you're taking those forms and you are adjusting it, make sure you resave it Mm -hmm. to your computer with your adjustments in it. So that way, all you have to do is continue to print it out whenever you need it and not make the adjustments again. So that's something that I always recommend that you do. Um, So basically inside of the first book, the six step systems to creating a six figure salon, I break down some systems that you need to operate with. Um, I touch on beginning your retail supplies. Uh, I go through your hiring process. Um, And a couple, I go through marketing strategies. Um, I get asked a lot about marketing. How do you market? How do you market? How do you market? There's no, Mm -hmm. this is how you do it answer. It's like, this is a whole, it's a lot when it comes to marketing so you have to pick Uh what works but don't get stuck on doing one thing so I do Uh share some marketing strategies inside of the book also so it's a lot of stuff in there I just you just gotta pick up the book do you actually do like one-on-one with the hairstylist like a 30-day session with them once they buy your book 
and once they talk to you and do all that stuff, do you go to the actual salon and be with them for like 30 to 90 days or 15 days to help them set up all this that you teach them? Or is this more of like a, a, a meeting, a Zoom meeting or something that you like, you just Zoom in, get the feedback and they, you know, talk to them? Well, I do have separate um, programs. So if you purchase mm-hmm. the book, the book is by itself. But on my website at AliciaMonique.com, I do 20 minute discovery sessions just so you can get mm-hmm. a little bit of clarity and direction on where you're going for your business. I do also business strategy sessions, where are, which are 90 minutes long. None of these sessions are attached to the book, though. However, if you become a member of the Salon Business Blueprint Club, you do receive a digital copy of the book for free um, for joining mm-hmm. the Salon Business Blueprint Club. And you can also um, go to my website at AliciaMonique.com to access the club. So you get um, a free copy of the book there by joining the membership and um, I do 90 minute business strategy sessions I do VIP mentorship which is three months long Um, currently I'm not visiting the salons but I did in the past and during that Uh it was literally a VIP day where I would come into Uh the salon and take a look at the salon and see what we need to um, organize in your books and your systems and even like move some furniture around um, with my personal clients that I'm currently working with um, I haven't done that yet just because a lot of them are just now beginning to open back up again so since we've been closed we've been literally like just working on paperwork and, and structure and getting things you know situated for when they do open back up um, because of course now things have to be rearranged and organized in the salon you know we got to make sure we social distance and stuff like that so I have different packages available but none of them are specifically attached to the book unless you are part of the salon business blueprint club okay I want to ask you this question with COVID going on and a lot of people that was out of business basically and a lot of them still are because some of them are afraid or some of them are going back and we're being very cautious what advice do you give them to like continue on branding and promoting themselves even though they're not actually on the field or are on the field well that's a great question what I recommend because I mean all of us are being very cautious right now mm-hmm. whether you are a stylist or a mom or a truck driver like it really doesn't matter we all are being cautious right now the number one thing that you can do inside of your salon is just take the necessary extra precautions like I know there's companies out there that are coming around sanitizing salons make sure you know you keep hand sanitizers plenty of those soaps in the bathroom like like get the big one instead of the little one this time you know um, maybe opt yeah. for antibacterial instead of the nice smell good ones that we like and probably put a lotion on the side, you know, if you're trying to be fancy, but still continue mm-hmm. to promote yourself and also let your clients know of the, the safety precautions that you're taking. Like, listen, you can't come for your service with, you know, four or five people with you. You have to come alone. Um, be sure when you come, you have a mask, a mask that goes behind your ears and not behind your neck. Like, and at the same time, let them know what you'll be doing. 
like let them know that you're sanitizing in between every client like you're not um you have a supply of extra capes where you're not using the same cape on multiple people like just and you can do that also like through in your stories on facebook through your social media just showing Uh what you're doing because even though you could be telling people when they call in to make an appointment or they're probably, you may have it on your website for people booking online. If you just show it through your social media also, like the cleaning process, then it'll just re- reassure people that you're being really safe and that you can come and get your hair done. Like, it's okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? I mean, I'm going to list all your social sites, your business, everything on this podcast at the end of the episode so they can be able to click on it. But is there anything else you wanted to slide right in there real quick? Do you got any promotions or anything going on? I want to say I highly recommend you head on over to my website. I have a lot of free resources for salon owners to pick up. So go to aliciamonique.com and be sure to click on a tab that says Salon Courses. There's a couple free resources Uh over there for you to pick up if you're interested in developing a hair product line um, to help you with your salon income and expenses so you can um, see where your money is going. And then slide over to my e-learning store. Um, There's a couple of actual like live masterclasses I have in there also that are for free as well. That's going to help you with the promotions of your business. So just go to my website and and look around. Look around. You never know what you may come across. Head on over to AliciaMonique.com. All right. Before I let you go, I always play a game. Okay. Okay. Which one has to go? Bantu knots, twist out, braid out, or afro? Which one Ooh, has to go? That's a hard one. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bantu knots because I can't sleep on those. Oh, my I can't gosh. sleep on those. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like everybody picking I can't lay knots. on those. I keep everything <laughs> else because I, I like to go to sleep and then wake up cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that's right. I know <laughs> that's right. Oh, well, everybody hit the bantu nuts. I'm like, bantu nuts. No. <laughs> I just love the bantu nuts. I'd be hoping somebody gonna get on here. And not They're the cute, nuts. but I can't go to sleep at night on those. Those hurt. I, I, I understand. It's like sleeping right. with rollers in right. here. Oh my god. Mm-mm. Let me get. I'll take the braid out for 100, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It's been a pleasure thank talking you. to you. And if you have any other things that you're launching or whatever it may be, just let us know and we'll be glad to have you back on this podcast for you to share it with the world. So thank, thank you. Thank you so you. much. Thank you for having me. Thank you and God bless. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. In this episode, you was able to get a lot, a lot of knowledge. So that being said, make sure you utilize this and get this information. Purchase her book. Ask questions. I will leave all her links at the bottom. So no worries. You think you missed something? You can always rewind and go back. If you got any other questions that I didn't ask or you want personal questions, ask her. 
Trust me, I will leave all the links where you can be able to contact her with no problem. Or you can contact me. Either way, we will help you with any questions that you have. But make sure you go out and get that book, okay? Because she's giving you a lot of information with her experience dealing with celebrities and how to build your clientele. It's so much that you can get out of this episode. But the rest of it is in the book. So you got to buy the book in order to get the rest of it, okay? That being said, I hope everyone enjoyed the rest of their weekend. I know today's Sunday, the last day of the week. Enjoy, cook, spend time with the loved ones. You know how to do it. But besides that, if y'all have not hit up our website, the Kinky Care Culture Podcast.com for all your merchandise needs. If you would like to donate to us, you can click the link so you can donate to us at the beginning of the podcast before you listen to the episode. And thank you for everyone that took the time out to donate to us. We are really, really, truly grateful. Thank you, thank you to all those who take time out to listen to this podcast. We are truly, truly grateful. Because without y'all, this podcast would not be here. I mean, y'all make this podcast by listening in, giving me feedbacks, asking me questions, telling me to talk about this. You know, this is all you guys. So I am truly, truly, truly thankful for it. But besides that, we will leave all the links. I will leave my links at the bottom for you to click on. So... Until next Sunday, we will see you then. Oh, before I let you go, October 25th is our last episode, okay? So, that being said, don't worry that we're not coming back. We're just ending up season two. We'll be back in January for season three, okay? So, you don't want to miss out season three because you never know who we'll have on it. What's going on, okay? But as always, we care for the hair and the culture. God bless. Thank you. And until next time. Bye. Little girl with the pressing curl. Hey, kid, I got a jerry curl. 13 and I got a relaxer. I was a source of so much laughter. 15 when it all broke off. 18 when I went on natural. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. To become the woman that I am inside.